Hello darlings, welcome to the Clockwork Cabaret. I just want you to know, sweeties, that whatever I have tried to do in life I have tried with all my heart to do it well. To whatever I have devoted myself, I have devoted myself completely. In great aims and in small I have always thoroughly been in earnest. And right now, I'm devoting all my earnest attention to this gym. Now, on with the show. And with the sound of the cuckoo, you know that it is time for the Clockwork Cabaret. Hooray! You're jumping the gun a little bit there, Emmett. I got I got confused. I was actually looking at something on the on the screen and and got distracted. Was it shiny? Yes. Okay. Well, it's also the screen. Yeah. Well, she's <laughs> Emmett Davenport, the one distracted by the shinies on the screen. It's true. And I am Lady Anarchop. I am the laser focus of this show. Yes, that that has been often said about her. <laughs> that is that she often is laser focused. Laser focused. She is like Super a shark, s- like 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 a like a shark, shark with a laser, like a shark with a, a freaking laser on its head in a kitten's body. Yes, it's true. I'm all all sorts of things. Teeth that, and laser and fluffy fur. I don't I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that analogy. You, I, I kind of lost track there. Yeah, but you sure you did. But you know what we should get? What lasers? Yes, we should use those for Animal something. Animal-mounted lasers. I feel like that would be something we should have. I feel like uh, with our vast experience with animals, mm-hmm. perhaps not giving them lasers is a good idea. To You feel like that would be used against us? I do. Instead I do. of in our I favor. Do. Yes. I feel like <gasps> somehow there would then be a kitten with lasers uprising or... <laughs> I didn't say I would give them to kittens. Well, you can't ne- trust kittens. Maybe sharks. Sharks seem like a, you know, a. a, a well, well. I mean, thankfully we avoid the water and the ocean. I, I so, do. I do so, hate the ocean. So, so they would never get anywhere near me because I would never go near them. Right. Because they might run into a dolphin. Yes. I'm actually not afraid of sharks. I've had some experiences with sharks. Perfectly pleasant. Dolphins, on the other hand. That's the lady who's ladies who ran this episode. Yes, yeah, that is. We won't get into that here because I know I've already gotten into it here. Yes, we've we've all but, we're all quite familiar. But true story. <laughs> Apparently, there was a shark behind me when I was snorkeling once in a reef. Not not completely fine with that shark. The barracuda, on the other hand, not a fan of. And I also got chased by a fish with a tiny, tiny little sucker mouth. It's me, 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 and it chased me, and I ran. Well, I swam. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't really know it how was, to. It was one process of those, It this. was one of those. It was a tropical fish, and it yeah. had like you know the big body, and then it and then and it, a big body, and then the it, and yeah, then a tiny kind of little like mouth. Gradiates down it into a like, tiny little sucker mouth. Looked like size noodles. Yeah, a little bit from and from it. From it was those it was yellow like, and, and blue, and it chased me, and I swam away from it because I was like, you know what, fish, you know something I don't, to, and I'm not gonna get involved. To to be fair, yeah, and barracuda like look at you. Yes, with steely you. eyes. Yeah, they do have steely yeah. eyes. And they, they, and they, they have they an evil you. gaze. 
and it's not something that you realize fish don't typically do until a fish does it and you go oh that's that's not normal yeah and your monkey brain goes you should leave now yeah and then i agree with it you're right monkey brain i should go but i was in the water there was nowhere to go so just stare at that barracuda and then did you sing to it? No, I had a snorkel. Oh. <laughs> I can't, you can't sing. Sing that heart I song. I don't know. You know, Ooh, barracuda. barracuda. And then it mauled my face. <laughs> that's what my face looks like this now. <laughs> I, took the ba- I, put, I took the snorkel out. I went, and I... And, and it, it mauled my face. To be fair, it's probably... Yeah. I used to have a nose, and then it bit it off. Oh, those barracudas. Yeah. I used to be a normal-looking human. <laughs> oh, and then, every and time then I took a barracuda to the face. Every time we think the show is gonna start off normal, it just goes. Oh, do you still have that belief? I don't know. I, I, I like to. By, pre- I, I like by to. Now you would know better. I would. I like to pretend. Hmm. Fills me with hope for the future. I suppose. I don't know. You live a rich fantasy life. I do. I do. I live. I live that. With gusto. <laughs> the best part about this is we never know how the show's going to start, no. and then it just goes somewhere. It's true. We we don't have it. It it makes every episode fresh and interesting. <laughs> it just. <laughs> I don't do, know. The, do the question. Do you script the show? Really, really? You have that question? No, no, we don't. This is all off the cuff. I know it's hard to believe that someone didn't script the marvelous line "Barracuda to the face." But it's true. I feel like that's what, you know, we have heart. <laughs> oh, <That's>... <laughs> I see what you're Because that's the name of the band that sings the song. Uh-huh. Yeah, I see. Uh, all right. I didn't even think about that, actually. Oh. <laughs> uh, I was just, I, I don't know. <laughs> you really should have taken that. You should have been like, I did. That's indeed what it's I meant. It's true. I but no. made that pun. It's not. I, I am an I am a I'm a I'm a secret punner. I'm a sudden sporadic I'm like a jack in the box of puns. <laughs> well, you jack. you pull the little crank and then and then you pop up with pop puns. up with a pun, maybe. Maybe. Or a pie. I don't think you or know. Or I just ha- stay in the box. I don't, I don't think know. you know how jack in the boxes work. Well, oh, first of all, thing, it's never that's... a surprise. You crank the crank, and then it pops up at the end of the song. And you slow down because you don't want the thing to pop out. And then it pop. Well, Scary clown. Oh, well, Claude made me one. I made... Oh, okay. And it occasionally pied you in the face? Yes. It was a surprise. Or it didn't come out? Or it didn't come out. It was a surprise. Leave it to your sister to make Jack in the Boxes even more terrifying than they were before. Wow. What? That explains so much about your childhood. Probably. And your adulthood. Well, yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> it was an interesting, adventurous life. <sighs> is, that, is that what your parents told you to tell whatever child protective services that came around? We lived Asking in international the, waters. We didn't oh, have so there were no child What are you talking services? about? I don't even know. Oh, that somehow doesn't surprise me. Oh, that pesky things that happen. No, I mostly was just asked not to tell people that kind of stuff. Can't imagine why. No, I don't. 
I don't really understand <laughs> because you would either. have been taken away is... from your parents. Oh, because they would have been neglectful. Oh, is that not normal? No, no. In Victorian times, Th- well, Victorian times were different. Yes, that's true. I forgot about our steampunk element. That's true. Never mind. In that case, you lived a golden life because your parents didn't sell you to some seedy chimney sweep who made you climb into a chimney naked so you could get cancer when you hit puberty. Yeah, no, I never did that. All right. Well, so there you go. So there. You lived a great life. I lived a golden life. I was a golden childhood. By any kind of random machinery. Sure. I didn't have that happen. So you had that happen. Probably. Well, so I you, feel like. Wait, but might... did you earn money when you got mauled by said random mis- machinery? Were you working at the time? Well, with my family. That doesn't. I don't know that that counts. I don't know if I actually got money for. Yeah, I would say. I feel no. like, you know. You didn't get compensated properly. I don't believe there was I think, compensation. I think maybe you need to see a a, a Victorian lawyer. Oh. What, what was that? Uh, a barrister. A barrister. A shouty barrister. A shouty, ba- a shouty man. A shouty man barrister. I, I should. Or I should. Shouty lady barrister. Or a sack of potatoes. Ah, uh, well, if you, I would not recommend a sack of potatoes as a lawyer because someone will come along and eat them, or her. That is true. I eat Betty Sackface, my lawyer that you ate. Oh, for you're those still, who haven't listened to every one of our that. shows, I had a lawyer once. Her name was Betty Sackface. She was a bag of potatoes. With a face on it. And Emmett ate her. You ate her, too. I unknowingly consumed my lawyer. I did not set out to eat my lawyer. I didn't either. I just set out to eat a bag of potatoes. <laughs> it had a face on it! Have you not lived here long enough to realize that lots of things have faces on them in this airship? Yeah, well, I don't typically eat the things with faces on them. Well, I go, that has a face. Well, Perhaps I shouldn't you know, eat it. The I'm not a barracuda. The yeah, like, there's lots of things that have faces I don't see that a you face are not and, edible. I don't see a face and put my mouth on it, Emmett. <laughs> That's how kissing works. <laughs> and I don't kiss nobody. Ask Mr. Ducky. <laughs> oh, I was going to say something inappropriate, and now I'm not. That's steampunk after dark talk. That's All a right. different podcast. All right. Well, on that note, because now I feel embarrassed. Now we've named two other podcasts yes. and haven't gotten around to this one at all. Uh, uh, we're yes. good. It's branding. It's branding. It's good. Sure. Sure. It's and on that note, yep. should we play some music and definitely get started with this monstrosity? Yeah, I think so. Life in the love boat, it's a barge 
can someone throw me a line? Luck ain't a lady, life is a bitch. I may never get wealthy, but I'll always be rich. I'm rolling with the punches again. Cup. Do you ever worry we're losing our sense of humor? Nah, I haven't lost my sense of humor. Why, as a matter of fact, today I set an orphanage on fire. <laughs> and it was at night. And, and, the temperature is gonna be below freezing. Uh, I don't really <laughs> find that funny at all. Oh, well, maybe you're losing your sense of humor. such a prick. 
Well, I know I miss more than hit with a face that was launched to sink. And I seldom feel the bright relief. It's been the worst day since yesterday. If there's one thing I have said, is that the dreams I once had now lay in bed. As the four winds blow my wits through the door, it's been the worst day since yesterday. Falling down to you, sweet ground, when a Vlogging Molly with the worst day since yesterday. Before that, we had Miss Mamie Lavana, the exotic mulata, and her white boy band with Thief Song. And starting off our set was Asylum Street Spankers with Cakewalk. Ooh, cake. Yeah, I want a cake. I could go make. I could go make one after the after we're done. Is it is is the cake gonna be like the pie you made for for Turkey Day? I make good pie. I, yeah, it was tasty. It exploded. That Pies was, typically do not, like, That explode. was not my fault. That was Percy's fault. You let Percy help you make a pie? No. That would, that would have been your fault. He apparently thought I had said a cherry pie, and he put a cherry bomb in the middle of it for some weird reason. I don't know why. 
Because he's a jerk. Because he is a jerk. For one, also, I don't like cherry pie. So I don't like cherries. So I don't even know what... I, I think he was just being a jerk. But it was definitely a cherry pie that exploded. Yeah. I think he brought one. I don't know what happened. So I did not make a cherry pie. I made a pumpkin pie. So then what happened to the pumpkin pie? I don't know. Maybe he traded it. I don't well, know. Well, either way, we don't get cake. Right. Because well, theoretically, the cake will explode. No, not everything I make explodes. I didn't, I didn't make that pie. All right. Okay, I so swear, you didn't make the pie. I swear on my mother's grave... You didn't make the cherry pie. That I did not make that pie that Fair exploded. Uh, you did make a gumbo that exploded. That Well, that was because I was trying a new thing. You made a pot roast that exploded. That was because I used one of Claude's uh, cooking pots. You made a mashed potato casserole. Sweet potato casserole. A mashed sweet potato casserole. That? that had caramelized, uh, what are those, marshmallows on top. That exploded. Did I make I didn't make that. I don't even know how to make that. Are you sure it was me? I didn't make it. Are you sure you're not thinking you're of the other person that lives on this airship with you? Other person lives I don't on the know. airship with us. Wait, Emmett. Know. Is there someone living in the walls? I don't know. Emmett, don't what? say things like that. What other person on the airship? I don't I don't know. What? What are you talking about? No, no. What other person on the airship, Emmett? I have no idea what you're talking about. You mentioned another person on the airship that lives in the walls. Is this another one of your sisters? Because we don't have great a great track record with your sisters. Just saying. I don't. None of I, my sisters have ever tried to I, explode us or poison us or sell us to a, a to a circus. I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. What are you talking about? Listeners, we're going to have to play some music right now because Emmett and I have a few things to discuss off air. Mainly, who the heck is living in the walls, Emmett? Little flower, bright corn, you're a robber's daughter. Every road I walk down seems to lead me to the water. Do I drink or do I swim? I slip and tumble in Buttercup, I wonder if I'll get to meet you Will you be my weakness? Will you be my sweet tooth? Could I learn to be so little? Build a ship inside a bottle Darling, so completely lucky charm to make me someone new. What do I lose if you transform me? What do I transform into? Are you just a figment of my fancy? The image of a shadow that I threw, or will you turn up unexpected? Turn out to be true Will they say your mama couldn't live without you Don't know if you're real But I do dream about you If you make 
Did you find any food? I did. So what are we going to eat? We? You say that word if it has some kind of meaning to me. Yeah, I'm starving. Listen, kid. Kid, I... wait, kid. Really, seriously, I'm yeah. older than you. Fine. Then listen, old lady. I hate to break it to you, but as of this moment, the dynamic duo is now the dynamic uno. What do you mean? What I mean is our partnership is... Here with dissolved. I'm not giving you any of my food. But, wait, wait, you're not being fair. Fairs are for tourists. Consider it a free lesson in street savoir-faire from the Calpurnia's coolest quadruped. You're a biped. Your mom's a biped. This is why it's dangerous to use one's entire vocabulary in a single sentence. Also, I'm stealing this pastrami sandwich. Hey! She wasn't expecting anyone to
Case with A Widow's Toast. Before that, we had Hannah Fury with The Last Piece of Cake. And starting off our set was Sweet Sobrette with Robert's Daughter. Robber's Daughter. Not Robert's Daughter. That's a different song. And that's from her from their her new album. Yeah, that's from their new album. Yeah. Yay! Which they were very kindly sent to us, and we were very excited. Yes, thank well, you, thank Sweet Sobrette. If you have an album you would like to send to us, you can. You know how they can do it? By emailing us. At clockworkcabaret at gmail.com. That's right. Or if you have an actual, real, physical thing that you want to send to us, you can send it to Clockwork Cabaret, P.O. Box 741, Pittsburgh, North Carolina, 27312. And please don't send us tapes yes. or eight tracks yes. or reel we, to reel. Yes, sadly, we do not have any of or that ability to. A wax cylinder. Well, unless the wax cylinder is just for funsies. Well, yeah, I will accept a, yeah. I will accept a wax <laughs> okay, cylinder because sure. it, it, I will find someone who will let me play it because I know some people. That's true. We can play a record. Yes. We I do mean, have vinyl. vinyl records, whatever, 45s. 
Yeah, we could also play 45s. 33s. We know what that adapter is for. We do. Because we're old. I listened to a lot of music on 45s. I did too. I had a lot of, I had, I had my own personal record players. That's why when people try to correct me and tell me that they're, no, no, it's vinyl. I'm like, no, it's a record. Because I'm old enough to remember when they were records. Yeah. Children. Pointing at you. People who have said this to me in the past. You know who you are. The one person. I have never forgotten your name. <laughs> Calling you out on the radio you don't listen to. They don't listen to radios. <laughs> they have a gramophone. If they're calling it vinyl, they're listening to te- they're listening to a gramophone with that it's is powered by tears, tears and, and sand. sand. Yeah, yeah. It's they true. stole it from Morrissey. They did. Uh, Morrissey <laughs> is looking for that gramophone, jerk. FYI, give just... it back. <laughs> He's sad. He's blaming Robert Smith for it. He had nothing to do with it. He was on tour. See what you did? You started a fight. He started a fight. You started a Smith versus Smith battle. I don't even know well, where. Well, Smith versus Smith's battle, actually. I even, no. I don't even know where this is going. <laughs> I don't know where it's going either. I got I got into a little alternate reality there. In my head, I had I had a I had a little mental break of 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 giant like Godzilla-sized Robert Smith fighting giant Mothra-sized Morrissey, and they were fighting over Tokyo, over the gramophone. And a, a gramophone. Yeah. Hurling insults at each other while they did it. Maybe not. I t- slightly would like to see that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the saddest stuff doesn't exist. Oh. No. <laughs> no, no, wait. We've got to keep it on topic. Oh, yes. Okay, so giant Godzilla sized Robert Smith and giant Mothra sized uh, Moz right. fighting over Victorian England. Yes, with a gramophone. With Over a gramophone. They caused the Great Fire. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. Oh. Well, it wouldn't even be Victorian going back further in, oh. in Samuel Pepys' time. Peeps? Peeps. <laughs> Is that how you say his name? It's Peeps. It's P-E-E-P-S. Peeps. I thought it was, there's a Y in there. There's not a I Y thought it was in P-E-P-Y-S. it. I'm pretty sure it's P-E-E-P-S. All right. Well, he wrote a diary, anyway. Okay. He wrote a diary in secret code that he wanted no one to read and left instructions upon his death that it should be burned. And we didn't. We published it. We cracked the code and published it. Because human wow. beings are jerks. The moral jerks. of the story is, burn all your diaries. Well, because I Because your descendants will not... They will just publish them after you die. And then future generations also, of English students will be reading about how, how fetching you found ladies' bottoms when well, you went to the I theater. I also just assumed that his code wasn't all that hard. Well, it was, I mean, to be fair, he was writing it for himself. He thought his diaries would be burned upon his death. He, 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 he wasn't coming up with, you know, wartime propaganda Obviously, codes. he has not talked to Rupert. Because, <laughs> he has not. Because Rupert, has, Rupert some has some codes. He's... He's concerned about, you know, spies and whatnot. Well, he would be. He's a yes. paranoid schizophrenic. Well, yeah. So, so yeah. When, 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 we first, when we first started courting, Mr. Ducky used to send me letters in code. And he would send me the letter in code. And then a few days later, he would send me the cipher. And I would write back, stop this. I don't have time for your foolishness. Just send me a letter. <laughs> True story. I'm a romantic. <laughs> you'd, think oh. that, you'd think he would send the... The, the code first. He sent no. He sent the he sent yeah. the letter first, and right. then so the then cipher. you were looking at it, well, going, to, "What is this? Is, my, my, is, well, he would is tell Mr. Me, Ducky going insane?" No, no. He would tell me that the the following letter, the following missive was for my eyes only, and it's very romantic. 
and then it would send the cipher and like a day later and I would just have no interest in cracking it. I'd be like, I don't care. Because he wouldn't send the whole cipher. He would send part of the cipher so that I could work out the rest. It was like a puzzle. Because that's the kind of thing he likes that I do not. And I'm like, hmm, I don't care. Did you did you did you take that part out of his brain when you when you (laughs) rebuilt him? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, fun, (laughs) fun. Also, a fun true fact. He wrote a lot of his personal diaries in code, and then as he got older, forgot the code he used. So he looks at his own personal diaries and goes, I don't know what the heck I was trying to write. I may have removed that part of his brain. Yes, don't tell him. He prides himself above his, you know, clever wiles. But no, I took that out. I don't have time for that foolishness. (laughs) (laughs) Boys, when you're trying to court a lady, don't send her a cipher. It just makes her think you might potentially kidnap her at some future point. And make a ransom note. Yeah. yeah. He, he did also have a wall full of photographs of me. It was a little disconcerting. I also took that part of the brain out. Not having no. with that. I can't be oh. having with that. I don't have time. I don't have oh. time for your weird, crazy... I almost feel like we should have the lady at her cup. A moment of dating. Yeah. Here's some tips <laughs> like, about dating. Tips about dating. Don't invite a girl over to your house and then show her your wall, your wall collage of her. She thinks that's going to be a little creepy. Pro tip. Also, don't... Uh, don't From Auntie Addercup's yes. dating advice. It's true. If you would like some Auntie Addercup's dating advice, you can email us at clockworkcabaret at gmail.com. I'll be happy to answer all of your questions, but don't do that. You'll sound like a creep. Yeah, late most of it. for lads and lassies. Yes. Oh, yes. Any, any, Should I send who... him my hair? No, no. Don't send him your hair. That's weird. If you are courting and then one of you asks for it because they're going, you're going away on a long voyage. Also weird. It is weird, but it's nope. Victo- but Victorian. The Victorians were weird. Yeah. Well, it's true. We're, we're, no. Yep. I'm just going to put a kibosh to all that. Don't send anyone any part of your body. Don't send fingernail clippings. Don't send blood. Don't send a hunk of your kidney. Just don't do it. Well, there goes all my Christmas lifts. Yeah, I don't <laughs> want your kidneys again this year, Emmett. That's what I'm trying I'm to say. I'm just kidding. I don't, I don't do that. That's just gross. I need those. I need those things. So who sent a file of blood to me last year? That was not me. That was not me. And so that- we're back to your sister in the walls. It's not. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm going to be so mad when I wake up in the middle of the night and there's some pale, never seen the light of day Davenport with scraggly hair and really long fingernails looming over the foot of my bed going, Did you get my blood? I'm going to be real mad. It's going to be real mad. I'm telling you that right now. I assure you it is not my sister. But you're not saying that there isn't a person in the walls. There isn't a person in the walls. I was just saying that to mess with you. Are you sure? Yes. I'm going to go inventory my socks. Play some music. I lived a happy life till I was ten years old. When death landed dad in prison and our country house was sold Lodged with a lady in her London flat so cold Worked at a boot polish factory labelling jars quite dull all told Goodness only knows I was a miserable soul 
time I went to school, but then I found a job as a clerk to a lawyer. Oh, it made my poor head throb. I failed to be an actor despite my loud cough. Ended up reporting speeches of the parliamentary mob. Then, as everybody knows, I started writing prose. Put my life into my books. Friends and enemies and crooks, legal bosses up the crop. In the old curiosity shop, faking in Oliver Twist, a factory pal you get the gist. And although my memory's quite foggy, got screwed from the grave of Ebenezer Scrooge. My first book was an overnight sensation, but I drove myself too hard to enjoy the adulation. Despite my wealth, my family begged for money. I wrote of it in Chuzzlewit, which people said was funny. Didn't sell like books before. My family still asked for more. Little Dorrit is a tale about my dad in debtor's jail. While Hard Times tells my life about when I tried to leave my wife. Little Nell's death was my poor dear departed sister-in-law. And David Copperfield working in a factory. I must confess that that was really me. In my life, felt shame about poverty in childhood. Wrote about sadness, suffering, and fears. Also wrote about people with funny names. Bumble, small wheat, Scrooge, Uriah Heep, and Blackfoot Squares. Whilst writing Edwin Drood, the train crash didn't help my mood. Still, I drove myself on with readings far across the pond. Died before I wrote Drood's end. Sort of thing drove me round the bend. So Dickens, take her, Dickens, take a bow. And heaven knows I'm miserable now. Now a bit, I lent you some money, and I don't see it. Do you know what happens when I don't see my money? People get hurt. People like you get hurt. Automatons get hurt. Do I make myself clear? Yes, perfectly clear. Wait, if you want me to pay you back, threatening Poppy and Percy isn't a good way to go about it. I would love to be rid of them. Also, now that I'm thinking about it, where did you get the money you loaned me? It's pretty suspicious that right at the moment where I needed that money, it just happened to disappear out of my sock drawer. Hey, if I did sneak that money out of your sock drawer, and I'm not saying I did, all I am saying is that I would have earned that money. Fair enough. Yeah, because your sock drawer is gross. That's what I'm trying to say. See him, I know what you are, what you are, baby. Woman, 
womanizer, woman, womanizer, you're a womanizer, oh, womanizer, oh, you're a womanizer, baby, you.
sky Let out a yell and no one reply Frustration and torment tore him inside Then he fell to the ground and he cried and he cried But then education saved the day He learned to speak, he could communicate Education saved the day He thanked God for the friends he made Cause everybody needs an education Everybody needs an education Black skin, red skin Yellow or white Everybody needs to read and write Everybody needs an education
Kinks with Education. Before that, we had Eric McFadden with Womanizer. And starting off our set was Matthew Baton with Charles Dickens from BBC's Horrible Histories. And now a word from our sponsors. Greetings, vermin. I meet wonderful listeners of the Clockwork Cabaret. I am Professor Esme Melodori, a name you do well never to forget. And on behalf of Clang, I'm here to make you a most generous offer. Do you ever get back from a day of dirt farming or whatever it is you people do? Walk through the front curtain of your hovel, step over the mewling forms of your multiple children, and lament to yourself, my God, I could be happy. I could be fulfilled. I could be successful if it wasn't for the enormous financial and emotional drain of all these unsought children. Well, never fear. We here at Clang are always looking for new minions and spare parts. So let us pay you for those unwanted offspring. With our Cash for Kids program, we'll take the screaming, crying, pooping results of your disgusting body biological mergers and make them work for you instead of merely crushing your soul and withering whatever hope and vitality once dwelled in your chest. If you make use of our offer, one of our certified, specialized agents will sneak into your hovel at night and spirit away your kiddies into the darkness, leaving only a large sack of money, a broken window or two, and a fresh new joie de vivre for you and any loved ones we may leave behind. Remember, that's Clang's cash for kids. We're coming for your children anyway. You may as well turn a profit. If you would like to sponsor an episode of the Clockwork Cabaret, Email us at clockworkcabaret at gmail.com with the word advert in the subject line. (laughs) ¶¶ 
made of dysentery. Polly got the pox. Kevin caught cholera. Harry whooping cough. Maisie died of measles. Hugh died of ague. Toby was taken by typhoid. I'm left on my 
you come any closer? I knew this would happen someday. The automaton uprising. You're barking up the wrong tree, sister. It's not you we're after. It's not? Wait, it's not? Well, why not? What's the problem here? Am I not good enough for you? I mean, do you even know who I am? We do. And we're all very impressed. Right, guys? Yes, very impressed.
man of such elegance and grace, a man so clearly born of perfect taste, the cut of his suit, the knit of his tie, stitch by stitch to please the eye, the best of every garment money can buy. Cutaway colour, crisp and white, class his neck nice and tight, an inch of cuff, jester, shoes and daily cream, the buff, the finest handed leather to John Brown. All that's to hide the fact that he's a rogue. Yes, he's a rogue, don't be deceived. His actions have to be seen to be believed. Girls or boys, it's all the same, your wife, your son, he has no shame, the riot is ravenous, rock is runny road. He'll catch your eye and just his tie, throw you in with a flick of a grin, load you up with pot and din, drag you into bed with him, always he will do it fully clothed. Ridiculous, rude, unruly, rampant road. Correspondence with Rogue. Before that, we had the unextraordinary gentleman with dirty old silver, and starting off our set was the men that will not be blamed for nothing with how I became an orphan. 
And if you would like to read my autobiography, how I became an orphan, I don't, you I think, can... I think I think that's that's no? infringement. I don't think you can. No, oh, I can't. No. I can't call it that. No. Oh. No. Right. They 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 had that song before your fake autobiography, Emmett. Darn it! All right. Well, as always, thwarted by the men who will not be bl- that will not be blamed for nothing. Yes. Curse you! It's true. I'll never be famous. <laughs> What's that? What you were aiming for? No. Not I was going to say, because I think a genre-specific podcast, I don't know, might not be the fastest ticket to fame. I'm not sure I'm really cut out for fame. real fame. <laughs> for real fame. <laughs> Just our kind of fame. Yeah, no. Hey, nerds. Do you like us? I like to drink. I like you. I like to drink and eat too much for hey. real fame. Hey. Hey, guys. Hey. Do you like us? We like you, and we would like you to join us to say good riddance to 2016. Oh, my gosh. Because good riddance 2016. And the, and the hits just keep rolling in. Like, like the like even I, I, I keep thinking that, oh, we're almost oh, at, yeah. at the end of this monstrosity. It can't possibly get more irritating. <laughs> and yet 2016 is essentially the redneck at a party who goes, here, hold my beer. Hold on. It's like, you think I can't get worse? Yes. Hold my beer and right. watch this. Watch, watch what I'm about to do. Because, uh, I don't know. I might explode every single tree on the North America. I don't know. Yeah. No, who knows? Because who knows? That could still happen yes. before the year runs out. All, all eucalyptus trees in Australia are going to just spontaneously explode. Uh, well, because so, that's a thing. Because that's a thing that eucalyptus trees apparently do occasionally. And, yeah, Malaluca so, trees, which are also yes. from ex- from Australia, Australia, that exist in the swamp. Yes, they also explode yeah. so, when you, you set know. them on fire. Yeah, so uh, 2016. Yeah, you that know who else be... died recently? Oh my gosh, no. Sharon Jones and from and Sharon Jones and the Dab Kings. <gasps> she just passed away last week. <gasps> what? Yeah. There was somebody else, too, that I was very shocked. Oh, I can't remember. Oh, uh, Florence Henderson. Florence Henderson just passed from, away. So, like, Carol Brady. Yeah. Like, she's, like I wasn't a big Brady Bunch fan, but no, still. But, she was but still, she's an icon of, of the 1960s yeah. TV just moms. When you, just when you thought. Just when you yeah. thought you had escaped everything that 2016 could do to you. Oh, yeah. no. No. So, no. so join us in bidding yes. a fine. Say. I, I should Adios, even... muchachos. To the 2006. I don't think we should even say a fond farewell. No, it's not. I, it's, I think we should say an overdue yes, farewell. Yes, to goodbye this year. This year is messed up. We will, as always, be hosting the Clockwork Ball yes. at Hall River Ballroom in, in Seneca, North Carolina. On for so New Year's Eve. That's right. And it will be uh, with the Onyx Club boys, who are wonderful, great um, gypsy you should, jazz band. Yes, if you, you should check them out. If you live, oh, if you're so local, good. if you're local to the to, to the Chapel Hill, Carborough, Durham, Raleigh area, they they actually are often playing on Thursday nights at the B Side Lounge. Yep. They, they play a, they play a they bunch play, of places yes, locally, and like, they are check always them out. worth they're, seeing. Yeah, they're wonderful. Um, and uh, 
Yeah, and the Hall River Ballroom is a. I have venue envy every single time I we talk about we it. Always I always talk about how the fact beautiful that it is. It's a it's, it's it's a beautiful venue. It's awesome. The crowd there is always great. It's all yeah. ages. Beer and wine are available in the venue, but they also have a very good restaurant that's right outside. Right, right outside, outside, and you can get uh, you can where get you can a, get liquor, actual cocktails and things, if and you want. dinner. So you yeah. can wander over and like if if you need a little break, you get wander over and get dinner, or even before the festivities start. And it's awesome. It's awesome every year. It is. I enjoy it immensely. Like tickets are now on sale. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah. So please, please, please. If you're interested in, if you're interested in tickets, go to hallriverballroom.com and, uh, okay. ch- and, cl- and you can click on the link that has the Clockwork Cabaret on there on the page, and you can actually buy tickets in advance. Because Which we would recommend doing, because yes. it's cheaper. Yes, they're, they're a couple dollars cheaper. Or buy, um, them, buy them up the day of, whichever whichever floats your boat. But it's this but, year has stunk. But yeah, well, honestly, um, at, from from the business standpoint, uh, I'm going to take a moment. Business, oh, business. it's business, Emmett. It's, it's business, Emmett. Business, Emmett. Just going to say, there is there is a fee when you buy in advance. However, when the venue gets more and more uh, pre-sale ticket mm-hmm. sales, they actually will up their staff and also That's make true. sure that the cafe is running. So the more people that they get to buy the tickets in advance, the more amenities will be available for That's right. for people. So so honestly, it's better like it may cost a little bit more because of the fees or equal to whatever you you would pay at the door. However, uh, when you do that, it actually makes it so that there's a higher percentage that we're going to be able to do this again the following year, and we also right. might get the cafe yeah, if up we and sell running and tickets, staffed. Yeah, we get the coffee bar. Yeah, the coffee bar. You want which that is, coffee bar? Yes. So for people who don't who don't drink alcohol, uh, it's a great alternative, That's and right. also for and also it ha- helps the staff of both spaces because the people because you can actually get get served in two different locations so think about that it's also the the year it was open it was a nice little way to go up and And be be above the crowd and and it's a little little quieter if you like that kind of thing so so yeah so that's definitely something to think about when when you're when you're purchasing tickets or thinking about coming it's so bully your friends into going with you uh dressing up is encouraged but never required you don't have to own an elaborate steampunk outfit to come Every year we have people that aren't in costume and they rock the hardest. Yeah, yeah and, and, if and you, then we also have some people that are in crazy awesome yes, costumes. Yeah, and if you and if you're and if you're ner- nervous or worried about costuming stuff, just uh, do a search uh, on online for the Clockwork Ball, and you will see. A mo- you'll you'll probably or the Clockwork Ball and look for North Carolina, and you will see a large variety of 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 costumes. From from the very fancy to the very simple, every and most times all of the pictures shows people having a good time. Yeah. So <laughs> it's, it's that one picture. Also it's that one guy. Yeah. Also, you could just look at pictures of me, and oftentimes yeah. I am dressed like a raggedy mu- ragamuffin because yeah. because I am working and and honestly <laughs> we we embrace the Torian and Victorian. Yes. I don't yeah. know what that means. 
But it sounds good. Yes. Well, it's essentially that we are working our butts off, and it gets hot hot on that it's stage. Hot. And, and as and much also, as we dance a lot, yes, we dance, we dance a lot. A lot. If you are nervous about coming, if you are nervous about yes. dancing, feel free to find Emmett or I. We will always be happy to dance yes. with you. Yes. Also, if anyone gives you a hard time about your costumes, mm. feel free to find us, mm. and we will wag our fingers at them and go shame, shame. That's not nice. Because because that's not cool. This that's what the whole the whole steampunk thing, as far as I'm concerned, is is essentially, you be you, I'll be me. It'll be great. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, don't. It is what you make it. Nobody yes. can tell you you're doing it wrong. Yes. Because they're not doing it your way. Exactly. It's like Victorian Burger King. Yes. Victorian well, it's, Beef Wellington. As, as my as as my my favorite saying is, is that essentially don't please don't tell me how to play make believe. That's true. Like put that on a t-shirt. I'm gonna wear it. We're not gonna yeah. wear that t-shirt. I would totally wear that t-shirt. All right, I'll make you a t-shirt. Yes. I mean, I'm just gonna make it for her. me. Well, I'm just gonna marker that. That's on, fine. On one of your shirts that you already own. That's possibly fine. a jacket. That's fine. Maybe everything you already own. All right, that's fine. And if you can't make it out to the Hall River Ballroom this year, we're sorry. Yes. It sucks to be you. It does. We're sorry, but you would still like to support us. You can. You can by going to clockworkcabaret.com and hitting one of the two buttons donate that for donations. We That's have right. uh, we have Patreon and we have PayPal. And, and we also have a square thing if you yes, go into if the you store. Don't, if you don't want to go through PayPal because of reasons with a capital R, cool. We got we have an alternative yes, for you. Yes. Because we understand. Yes. Or you could just tell a friend, you could rate us on iTunes or Stitcher or any of the other places that we are hosted. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, any of the various social media sites. It's all on our website where you can also donate and we should play more music. It's true.
So I have a new idea how we can earn money so that we can eat. Why does that fill me with dread? Hush, and put this suit on. Wait, suit? What kind of work do we do now? Investment baking. Oh, just wait. You'll read about us in the Wall Street Journal before you know it. Really? Yes. Yes. I don't, I don't appreciate your tone. We're going to be captains of the industry, Emmett. Do you, do you know the first thing about investment banking? No. Uh, you realize we're not really going to invest in anything, right? We're just going to go put on suits, go uptown, and steal people's briefcases. Oh, why didn't you say that in the first place? I thought investment banking sounded better. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just another way to rob people, right? Probably. One would think.
Coco Rosie with Child Bride. Before that, we had Tori Amos with Professional Widow. And that brings us to the end of our show. Aww. Aww. And Emmett, I know you think you were joking around before. What? But I'm fairly positive we do have someone living in the walls of the airship. Well, I'm not related to them. I was joking. Honestly. Are you I was... sure you're not related to them? I well no, but but I'm fi- okay. but I do, I'm not aware of who they are. I'm just saying. Yeah, and I know that not I was, to me. I was because joking. I only have one uncle that lives in the walls of a place, and I know where he is right now, Palm Beach. Oh, he lives in the well, walls that's... of a police station. It oh. sounds more dangerous than it turns out it is. Oh well, yeah. that just seems weird. Yeah, we get letters from him every Christmas. Oh. They're delightful. Oh, but yeah, so he's not in the airship. He's not in the Calpurnia. I, it's. It's not, I don't know of any relatives that lives in the walls of the airship. I was honestly joking. So if we do have someone living in the walls of the airship, I don't know who that is. Well, I've been taking inventory. Which now actually terrifies me that I have just said that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Because I've been starting to take inventory and I've been cataloging food that goes missing and clothing that goes missing. And at first I thought it was just Poppy and Percy. And then it dawned on me today after you teased me about the person living in the walls. Poppy and Percy don't eat, number one. And they would never wear anything that either one of us puts on. No, they tell us that we're fashion nightmares yeah. all the time. Yeah. Oh, that 
I'm, um, I mean, Percy might steal an odd do tie. We, do we know what happened to uh, Marion and uh, No, 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 we the don't. The last time we ran it. No, we don't. We thought we ousted them from the oh. airship, but I'm just saying, what if we didn't? Oh, yeah, no, that could be. Yeah. That could be a problem. Yeah, think that it may be a problem that we have a murderous moppet in the walls of the airship where we can't find her. And she's also stealing our food and my clothing, apparently. For who knows what. Voodoo dolls, probably. Bedding. Ugh. I don't... Like I prefer voodoo dolls. Gross. Oh, I don't know. Ugh. I don't... Children sleeping on my thing. Like, we'll drool on them. Ugh. Night children. We need to set the airship on fire. Wall children. Wall children. We need to set the... Clearly. clearly. No, no setting the air... No, I just got the airship back. the airship no, on no. fire. This is my family home. I just got it back. I just got it back and fixed the way I like it. With all of the things the where they're supposed to be. And they all need to be cleansed by the flame. <sighs> this is not going to be a good new year. No, we're not. We're not waiting till New Year. We're doing this next week. Oh, I am not happy about this. Well, I didn't expect you to be, but it's. Do you have a better idea? Play the last song. All right, fine. What is it? What are we doing? Well, it's thematic. Ah, it's the cast of Oliver, a, a play about orphans, singing "Food, Glorious Food." Now I'm hungry. Because that's what Marion is stealing from us. Oh. And also my shirts. And my ties. And possibly my socks. Oh, she's totally making a voodoo doll. Well, yeah. I really hope so. The alternative is too disturbing. I know what the alternative is. It's disturbing. Steampunk after dark. Play the song of it.
we've just discovered a very rare bit of audio from former Prime Minister Winston Churchill. Let's have a listen. I, Winston Churchill, wholeheartedly believe that the Clockwork Cabaret is the finest example of steampunk radio programming. Never before have I heard anything quite so marvellous, and I doubt I shall ever hear anything like it again. Calpurnia, continue on your journey, broadcasting your marvellous music, and sail on to glory! If you would like to find out more about this programme, please check out clockworkcabaret.com or clockworkcabaret.podbean.com or follow us on Twitter at clockworkcabaret. That's C-L-O-C-K-W-R-K Cabaret.